You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September the 13th, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The cabinet has convened to approve a multi-phase plan for a nationwide lockdown amid objections voiced by ministers over the severity of the measures. One letter of resignation from Housing Minister Yaakov Litzman of the ultra-Orthodox United Torah Judaism Party and differences over how the measures should look between politicians and the professional elements. Under the framework, which received preliminary but not unanimous approval from the coronavirus cabinet last Thursday, a countrywide general lockdown will be imposed beginning at 6 a.m. this Friday, Rosh Hashanah Eve, and remain in effect for at least two weeks. During this period, non-essential businesses will be closed and Israelis will be restricted to a 500-meter radius from their homes, except to get essential supplies. The education system is slated to shut down from Wednesday, but there are indications that it may be extended until Friday. The initial two-week period would then be followed by another two-week period of tightened restrictions when schools would remain closed, followed by implementation of the traffic light system in which movement and activity in cities would be based on infection levels there. The transition from each phase of the plan would be contingent on meeting the goals of the prior stage. Housing Minister Yaakov Litzman, in his letter of resignation this morning, protested the impact of the planned restrictions on synagogue worship and accused the National Coronavirus Coordinator, Professor Ronnie Gamzu, of planning a holiday lockdown all of this time instead of implementing one earlier this summer. However, a Khan reporter says that other Haredi Orthodox politicians were not following Litzman in his resignation. Separately, Economic Minister Amir Peretz also criticized a full closure, saying that other options, such as the traffic plan, have yet to be fully implemented. He also said no companion framework has been put forward to compensate businesses on the economic losses they would sustain in a lockdown. The Treasury estimates that the lockdown will cost the economy 20 billion shekels in losses. Health Minister Yuli Edelstein said at the outset of the meeting that there will be no negotiating on the measures and that a full closure is needed. However, a con reporter says that hospital directors who were asked to brief the cabinet on their patient capacities in light of the rising infection rates said that they are not yet close to collapsing and a full closure is not necessary. Taking a look at the numbers, the number of COVID-19 patients in serious condition currently stands at 513, at least 130 of them on ventilators. According to the Health Ministry statistics released earlier this morning, the number of coronavirus-related deaths since the start of the outbreak currently stands at 1,108. More than 2,700 new cases were diagnosed yesterday. The IDF Intelligence Branch's Information and Knowledge Center says that four out of every five new coronavirus carriers lives outside of the so-called red areas of high infection. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in remarks at the start of the cabinet meeting expressed regret over Yaakov Litzman's resignation but said he respects his decision. The aim of this meeting is to discuss the decisions taken by the coronavirus cabinet. The coronavirus coordinator and heads of the health system raised a red flag regarding the ability to deal with the challenges before us and the need to take the necessary steps, Netanyahu said. 
Regarding diplomatic developments, Netanyahu said he had a warm conversation on Friday with U.S. President Donald Trump and the King of Bahrain when it was agreed to formalize ties between Israel and the Gulf state, which will include full diplomatic relations. Netanyahu is due to depart later for Washington for the White House signing ceremony of the normalization accord between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. Two days before that scheduled signing ceremony, it's not yet clear if the agreement between Israel and the United Arab Emirates will be a peace treaty or an agreement on normalization of ties. A con reporter says that two drafts have been drawn up. A peace treaty requires approval of the government and the Knesset. Among those expected to attend the White House signing ceremony is the foreign minister of Bahrain. And a con reporter it is, says it is possible that there will also be a signing ceremony of a declaration of Israel and Bahrain's intentions to normalize ties. The Sultanate of Oman has welcomed the intention of Israel and Bahrain to normalize ties. A statement expressed hope that the new strategic direction some Arab states have chosen will pave the way for peace between Israel and the Palestinians and establishment of a Palestinian state with East Jerusalem as its capital. Finally, thousands of people took part in last night's Balfour demonstration opposite the prime minister's official residence in Jerusalem for the 12th consecutive week, demanding the prime minister's resignation over his corruption trial and handling of the pandemic. Nine protesters were detained on suspicion of causing disturbances and assaulting police. Protests were also held opposite the prime minister's private residence in Caesarea and on bridges and at intersections around the country. The weather outlook, cooler today. Tomorrow, no significant change. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 28, Beersheba 34, and Enelat going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>